Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is James P. Friel. I am super excited for today's show. Today's, today's guest, uh, you know him well. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's always here, but sometimes we don't, ne- we don't necessarily get to know him as much as we want to uh, because he's too busy taking jabs at my beard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is none other than our very own Dean Holland. What? <laughs> if you had a beard worthy, then I wouldn't have to take jabs at it. It's, it's the lack of beard that's the problem these days. And that's a wrap today, folks. That's all we've got for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, too, would like to introduce today's guest, Mr. James P. Friel. <laughs> oh! Yeah, so, uh, so actually, um, we've, gotten, uh, we've gotten some people saying, hey, we want to just hear like a couple shows with, uh, with you and Dean talking about what you guys are up to. And so we Did thought they we'd really uh, include you in that, or was it just more like we'd we'd love to hear more from know more about Dean James? Could you be a bit more quiet? Is that is that really what happened? I was hoping you'd let me save face and just lump myself <laughs> in with you like that. But... <laughs> <laughs> You're right, guilty. They were like James. Uh, we just want you to ask Dean questions. We don't care about you. Uh, we just <laughs> want to know more about Dean and his amazing British accent. Exactly. I thought that was realistic. Yeah, that is. It's far more realistic. So uh, thank you for keeping me humble, unlike the guests that we talked with the other day, whose show will not be airing. (laughs) Because he's better than us. He's better than everyone, actually. (laughs) And you guys don't know what we're talking about, and that's okay. Uh, But we talked with somebody who was uh, very much in love with himself. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That was an experience, I've got to say. It really was an experience. And you know what's and, – and I think the, the – you know, so I was trying to be like, all right, how can, I, how can I spin this for myself so I don't feel like I wasted like 30 minutes of my life with this guy? You know, I think the lesson is just be real. Like there's no reason, no matter how much success you have and, – and this guy had some success, but certainly we've had guests – who, uh, you know, from financial measures and even in our own experience and stuff have had just as much, if not more, just like, don't let that get to your head. Like if you let your success and how much money you're making and like who you think you are get to your head, you know what? You just turn into an asshole and nobody likes an asshole. So that's, uh, that was just really an interesting experience. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, um, I think the thing that I came away realizing the other day is, is money really just makes, Money just emphasizes who you are, I guess. So maybe an ass with money is just a bigger ass. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, I think I think you're right. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like a magnifying glass, right? If you're cool <laughs> right. and you have more money, then you're kind of cool. You do cooler things, and you're you know a cool person to hang around. And like you said, if you're if you're an ass, and you're just a bigger one. 
<laughs> Definitely. The irony was just perfectly timed, wasn't it? Because we just recently had a guest that was like so humble, like didn't what Svet said the money really isn't anything to do with it. You know, he he was a millionaire in his 20s. He's on his way to a hundred million dollar, you know, net worth across his portfolio businesses. And he he didn't want to speak of money at all, did he? He's like, mm-hmm. I really, I, I care not one bit for money. It's more the impact and, and all this stuff. And then we had, we had, a, <laughs> we had our recent guest who blessed our lives with his amazing presence and uh, was speaking about his, uh, his, his seemingly actually decent, but small in comparison achievements. And it was all about the money. So yeah, all about it. Yeah, all about it. All about it. Need a bullshit filter from now on on this show. Yeah, big time, big time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so how's uh, so? So one of the things that uh, everyone asked to hear about you, Dean. Obviously, didn't want to hear about me. But how how's the year going for you so far? The year, well. Thank you for asking, James. What a great question. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. That was a private joke once again there from the uh, previous little session. Um, So this year, rather interesting, I will say. Uh, One of the things I've kind of uh, hinted at when we've been doing this show, and we've mentioned briefly when the time has been right, that uh, there's been a lot of changes here at uh, Internet Profits headquarters over the last 12 months. Um, I was running my business for several years just from the sort of uh, like the garage back at home. I'd converted it into like a home office and I was running the business from there. And around about uh, 14 months ago now, I think it was, which is crazy to think, um, I, I made the decision that in order to take the company where I wanted to go and to have the impact that I believe we can have for the long term in the future that I needed to make some significant changes with the business. Um in in all honesty, like about fourteen months ago, and this is something I'll be talking about uh, at Funnel Hacking Live when when I when I'm on stage sharing it with Tony Robbins and uh, Russell Brunson, you know that old chestnut thing, that little thing going on there. Um, <laughs> the business was like there were there were problems, like cracks were appearing faster than I could fill them. Like financially, the the income and the revenue was higher than it had ever been, but we weren't ready for it, and so. I actually scaled back the business financially and stopped bringing on so many customers and clients and instead focused over the last year um, on the infrastructure and growing the team and setting us up for that longer term success. And that's really what this last 12 months has been about. And I got to say, I was probably not quite ready for how tough this whole process would be. You know, I've, I've, I've mentioned before, haven't I, James, to give you, you know, again, I know people are listening, but, you know, I've, I've said many times what a massive difference you made and, and the help that you gave me uh, throughout this transition in, you know, onboarding staff and, and so many areas that we could spend a whole nother hour talking about. But even with that, even when with your help and even with the support of other mentors like Russell and, you know, the, the, the help I get from friends and various things like that, I think one of the biggest lessons that I suppose I could share at this stage with people is like, I definitely underestimated how long the transition would be and what we've done. Um, and I think I underestimated the cost of that transition as well. And, you know, so I, I went from working in a, in a home office to a 2,500 square foot building that we literally took from just an empty shell to this amazing workspace we now have and, you know, growing the team. And, you know, there's an extra three or four full-time people in the office with me now, as well as all the virtual people. And, uh, yeah, I think we've we've come out of this this last 12 months and this year has really been challenging us, but 
I think we're now in a position where we're more clear on where we're going and how we're getting there and what we're doing and how we're going to make an impact to those that we do work with. And uh, I think now we're, we're really excited about what's coming up. But it's been, a, it's been a challenging time, I will say. Well, I think, you know, I think that's, uh, that sort of lesson in all of this is optimism is great fuel to motivate you to get out of bed in the morning and, you know, to do your thing. But optimism in terms of planning uh, really can be uh, a double-edged sword because you're like, oh man, this is going to go so fast and all these things are going to happen exactly the way that I see it in my mind. And I think we as entrepreneurs tend to, I don't know, just try and rush things. Like sometimes there's just a, right. a, a pace that things have to take and you can accelerate it to a certain extent, but sometimes like a tree is only going to grow as fast as it needs to grow, right? And, right. and you know, fertilize it, water it, do all the different things. But make sure that, you know, the lesson for me and, you know, and, and all the work that I do in my own business and just hearing you is as you're planning things out, be, be as realistic as possible. Don't, you know, don't right. build your plans on optimism because if you come up short, then you'll be disappointed. And, um, you know, I don't know. I think that's, uh, I think it's a really key lesson. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I think the thing is, and you know, a lot of people, like I've had several people say to me over the last 12 months, like, why did you make that move? You know, because ultimately, like the moves that we've made over the last 12 months have have increased our outgoings as a company massively. And a lot of people sort of say, you know, I've had people say, do you regret that now? You know, you, your outgoings were so low. You were working at home. You didn't have all this responsibility and all this outgoing. Like, do you regret what you've done? And I have to say, like, for me, absolutely not. But one of the things I would say is like, when I look at this and I look at the move that we've done and, and the challenges that we faced, I think if somebody tried to do something like this or grow and, and they did it in a way that they weren't truly 100% committed to and passionate about accomplishing, then, you know, definitely don't just jump into something like this, you know, like, if you, do, if you want to run the business from home, run the business from home. If you want to have a, like a, an office base and a, you know, that type of company, then do it. But like you say, don't expect any of those kind of moves that you make to be like immediate because it's definitely not the case. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the other thing, right? It's when on the outside and, and when you're looking at, you know, the possibility of something, you see the, you see the excitement and you see what could be, and you see all the, you know, ideas that you have and everything like that. And, and that's good. And it ultimately you can create that, but when you get into it, no matter what you do, it, there is going to be work involved, you know? And I think right. exactly what you say, like just choose carefully and, and be passionate about it, but recognize that, um, that at some point you got to roll up your sleeves and you got to work in order to create it. Like it doesn't just fall from the sky. Um, and, you know, I, I think it was Henry Ford, uh, maybe it wasn't Henry Ford. I don't remember who said it, but most people would, uh, uh, most people would shun success because it's dressed up in overalls and looks like work. And, <laughs> right. Right. And so it's like, okay, like be, be realistic. Like everything, everything is going to create work. Everything is going to take work. But, you know, if that's the success that you want, whether it's in an office, like you've got now, whether it's staying at home you know, running a home-based business or whatever. Awesome. Each one of those things is going to have its pros and cons and just be realistic about them so that you know what you're getting yourself into. Definitely. Definitely. 
Absolutely. Um, The only thing that's an obvious downside for this move that you made is now you have team members who have to see you and deal with you every day, Dean. (laughs) uh, For those people, I feel incredibly sympathetic for, right? I only, (laughs) you know, you and I only connect on this podcast. You're not here. I don't have to, you know, deal with you like that. So (laughs) I know I'm always like, guys, I'll leave my door open. We can all talk. They're like, no, shut it. Close the door. (laughs) 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 Screw you guys. (laughs) <laughs> let's be honest that's like if we really got to the uh real motive for being in an office you you just were trying to make some friends isn't that right tell us about that <laughs> it's very true i have no friends and the ones i do have i have to pay to be around me <laughs> <laughs> they're like dean why did you increase your overhead i needed friends <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Actually, Amazing. In all seriousness, I like I have heard of people who are like, oh, I just want to be around more people. I'm like, that's like you could find way more cost effective ways to do that. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, very true. Very true. But anyway, like I'm not the kind of guy that likes to talk about me, me, me. Not unless we've got our previous guest here, of course, in which case that would be a blessing. Right. But I think what the <laughs> listeners what the listeners truly want to know from you, James, is what is it like spending so much time with someone as great as Dean Holland? Well, it's uh, first of all, it's humbling. Um, it's, and, and, and if you get a chance to do it, uh, you'll, you'll never be the same. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's probably one of the most remarkable things uh, that anyone can experience, uh, you know, I guess short of a great love or being a parent or, you know, one of those things. So, uh, thank you for asking such a pointed and insightful question, Dean. No, that's great. And that's all we need to hear for today's show. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, in all seriousness, I know that um, a lot has been happening in the last few months in, in your life, in your business. And I'm sure I'm sure I, I'd personally love to, to hear an update on this and what's been going on with you. And I'm sure our listeners would. So do share. So just recently, in fact, just day before yesterday or two days ago, I was in uh, in Vegas. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Yeah, so I was in Vegas at Grant Cardone's 10X event, and uh, Russell Brunson was speaking there. And, you know, we were, uh, you know, so, so I've been spending a good amount of time with Russell over the last few months. And going into the event, you know, he was sort of sharing, you know, uh, the offer that he was going to make because he was, he was selling a program there. And, you know, how he's going to present it and all this other stuff. And there was, there was 8,500 people at this event. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw a picture. It looked like some kind of concert, like a stadium. Dude, it was amazing. Props to Grant Cardone for sure. For filling that basically the entire Mandalay Bay convention, wow. like arena center. It was biggest, you know, outside of, I think it was even bigger than some of the Tony Robbins events I've been to. In terms of wow, people wise, I think the biggest Tony Robbins event I went to was like seventy five hundred people. So this was like a thousand bigger than that, <laughs> which wow. yeah, which is like a lot of people, right? Right. And, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so now he's gonna he's gonna pitch to uh, to these eighty five hundred people a three k offer, and right. you know, and then he was telling me like what he was gonna do, and we were like, you know, like sort of like, man, this is gonna be amazing, and I was just anticipating basically like the biggest table rush of all time. And right. Right? I was like, wow, you know, if he closes 10, 15% of this, 
that's a ton of people rushing to go fill out their order forms. <laughs> yeah. You know? And um, so anyway, so we, we got there and, you know, it, the, the venue was amazing. All the people were there and got a great introduction and, uh, and he presented, uh, he did, he, he went through his, basically his perfect webinar with, you know, with the offer that he was going to make to these, to these guys. Um, and Dean, I've, I've never seen anything like it. It really? was, <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like, it was like, like from a sales presentation perspective, it was like watching the four minute mile be broken. It was, <laughs> everyone was just like, what is happening right now? So no I way. think, yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, he sold about 11 or 1200, um, units wow. at, at three K. So you can do the math. So it's over $3 million, um, in 90 minutes, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Um, But of course, he doesn't hold a candle to the last guest who, uh, you know, who was so amazing. Um, (laughs) I'd say it was probably because of our last guest that Russell did that. (laughs) It really is. If we didn't have that last guest who told us about all of his amazingness, uh, Russell would never been able to do it. So, um, yeah, so so it was really cool, though. And and I got to talk with, um, you know, I got to talk with a lot of the people that were we're buying and, and just, you know, their excitement and, and everything else. And I think it just, for me, it was, it was an amazing experience to sort of I see bet. that happen. And, and, um, and, and I don't know, it was just, it was just so cool. And a lot of the people, you know, uh, all, you know, they asked the same question. I think, I think this is something that's helpful for me to hear and maybe for, you know, for our listeners too, but a lot of the people, um, we're all like, well, I understand, you know, funnels and I understand that I need to, you know, do things like this, but how do, how would this work for my business? Right. And I can't right. tell you how many times people were like, well, how, how, I, how does this work for my business? And I'm like, what do you do? And like, oh, I'm, I'm in real estate or I'm in, um, some guy invented some egg cracking device. Like, I guess that you like crack your egg in the morning without making a mess. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. And I made my breakfast this morning. I cracked my egg on the side of the pan and it made a mess. And I was like, man, where's that guy's device? And, right. and so everybody had all these different things. And um, what occurred to me is that sometimes people just have a hard time visualizing like that, like what's, what's necessary in their mm. business, right? Like you need, there's the marketing is relatively simple when you think about it. And you know, you're either trying to get somebody's contact information so that you can take them offline and sell them something, or you're trying to s- sort of guide them through a buying process so that they get something that they really want and they pay money for it. Right. It's like, right. Yeah. It's not all that complicated, but I think people get confused with all of the, you know, the tactics and, you know, oh, we got to run Facebook ads or we got to run Google ads and we got to do this, you know, uh, this upsell thing with our funnel and all that stuff. And it's mm. like, take a step back and just recognize that, you know, marketing is just about getting people to, to your offer, you know, whatever your offer is. And like you, you know, you have this thing and this, I think this is what you're speaking at about at Funnel Hacking Live, you know, about the perfect offer, right? Right. And, it, and it's just, and I think that's one of the things I love about what you're going to talk about is it's not, 
it's so incredibly simple. And so for me so far, so I, I don't know if I mentioned this on one of our earlier shows, but my theme for me and for my business this year is uh, simplicity. And so obviously I have sort of a bias now where I'm looking at everything, trying to find the simplicity in it and, right. and just watching, uh, you know, watching what Russell did at this event was nothing short of spectacular, but it was also extremely simple, right? He made a very right. simple, straightforward, clear offer and everybody really connected with that. And so I think that was like one of my biggest takeaways. Yeah, that's amazing. It's funny you mentioned that because um, I, I I printed out this uh, this like piece of paper. I wanted to simplify everything down as well because one of the things I've found, I think this may becomes like as I've assessed this, I think the longer I've been doing this, the more my brain wants to try and overcomplicate things, and the more complexities it wants to try and add in. Yeah, and so I had a process at the turn of this uh, this last uh, Christmas and New Year period. And, you know, outside of the office, away from everybody, I just sat and I thought, right, what are we offering and how are we offering it? And I, and I just sat down and I wrote all the things that we were currently doing. And then I just started putting lines through things like, is that necessary? No. Is that necessary? No. Is that no? like, no, no, no. And I think one of the things, I think this is, um, this is actually one of the things that you and I, James, actually being in a mastermind together where we get together a few times a year and we're surrounded by amazing people all doing amazing things and getting amazing results. But I think one of the problems that can actually come from that, you know, luckily the, the positives outweigh the problems. But if I ever find a negative in surrounding myself with amazing people, it's that everyone has amazing ideas to share with you. And you come away and you're like, I've got so many amazing new ideas. And because I think it's maybe like, I don't know, an entrepreneurial thing, a business owner type thing where you, you just get excited by new stuff. At least that's my personality anyway. And so I've come away from meeting people all the time, a few times a year. And I think, oh, I'm going to do that and this and that and this. And then when you take stock of everything, you take reflection sometimes, you realize like, well, holy crap, like I have got a lot of stuff going on to really just sell a few products. like, <laughs> And so I did the same process a few months ago. I got rid of everything and I called 2018 like the year of simplicity. And I'm like, right, what do we need and how do we need to do it to just sell these things and help and make an impact with what we do? And I simplified it all down. It now just fits on one piece of paper and I printed it out about 10 times and it's just everywhere around the office. I said to the team, I'm like, if you see me talk about anything that's not on that piece of paper for the next year, stop me immediately and tell me not to do it. <laughs> totally. It reminds me. So I read this, I read what I think was one of the coolest quotes ever the other day. Um, and it said, don't eat yellow snow. Don't eat yellow snow. Um, yeah, which is really helpful because I'm here in Boise now and there's snow sometimes and I didn't know that. Right. So these are like, <laughs> like life's little instruction book, um, you know, telling me all these things. Uh, but <laughs> thank you. Thank you for leveling up the quality of that converse, this conversation. Um, <laughs> it was getting too intelligent for me. I gotta say, I know, I know. Sorry about that. There. <laughs> Chewbacca need to chime in. Um, so the quote was, you know, you know, because there's there's information everywhere, right? And and you go to, you know, these masterminds, and you you you're online, and you're watching, you know, these influencers, and you're listening, to maybe even to this podcast or whatever, and you're getting all these ideas and everything, and that's good. But you've got to focus and 
choose your direction. Otherwise, you don't get anywhere. And, and the quote was, a wealth of information creates a poverty of attention. And I was like, man, that's amazing. That is amazing. Right? And think about it. Like if you have too many choices, your attention gets scattered and your focus gets scattered and you don't wind up digging into anything. And the same is true when you're running, when you're running your business. If you're trying to do too many things at the same time, you do feel starved. Like all of your key projects are like starving for your attention. And, and you don't want those things to starve. And the best way to do it is just to simplify. I think a lot of us have this, uh, this fear of missing out. Um, like, Oh man, if I don't do that, I'm going to miss out on this. Or if I don't do that, like what, you know, all, everyone else is going to, you know, get that thing. You know, the, I, I know, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, how everybody listening to this is like, you know, whether they're into Bitcoin or they're not into Bitcoin or whatever, but I know there's like FOMO around Bitcoin. Like if you don't get in right now, you know, your life is going to suck and the economic system is going to collapse. And, you know, <laughs> you're never going to be, you're like, you're picture yourself like living in a cardboard box down by the river, right? If I don't get it, so you're like, ah, shit, now I got to get into Bitcoin and I got to run my company and I got to do all these things. And it's like, everybody just needs to calm down, you know, right? the best, most proven path to success is actually just to say the hell with almost everything else. I'm going to focus on these one or two key things that are going to really drive the business forward. And I just, I love that quote. And I think that sort of piggybacks on, well, my theme of simplicity, and then you're copying my theme of simplicity for the year, (laughs) which really feels very complicated. (laughs) So, but yeah, wealth of information Um, creates poverty of attention. I, I do believe somebody else wise once said, simplicity is the ultimate complexity. <laughs> now, how about you chew on that? I'm going to. I will put that in my <laughs> pipe and smoke it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, What's going on right now? Simple. Simple. Keep it simple. It's got to be simple. Otherwise, it requires too much attention. It requires too much extra stuff, right? If you have something that's complicated, it requires more people. It requires more explaining of how it works. It requires more thought. It requires like, it requires you to market it differently, right? If you have something that's complicated, people don't understand it as easily. And so that means that it's going to cost you more money to explain it to people, to get them to be, become your client. It's like strive for simplicity. I'm I'm excited to see where this theme goes for both of us throughout the year, you know, because it's only uh, I, remarkably like getting towards the end of February already. But I feel like this theme of simplicity is already having an impact for me for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm busy putting a complex plan together of keeping it simple. So uh, I'll let you know in six months when I finish that how it's going. <laughs> That's amazing. You've got like like algorithms and like computer yeah. programs and like all of that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all good fun. Excellent. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, w- one of the things that I'm, I'm excited about coming up next is, uh, is Funnel Hacking Live. And yes. um, while I won't tell this to you to your face, I am excited about hearing you uh, speak about the perfect offer. Um, yes. It's actually, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to one up that right now. Because Russell Brunson has called what we do the ultimate funnel. Really? Okay. The ultimate funnel. So prepare. The ultimate funnel. Yep. So uh, I think that's pretty special. 
I would agree with that, considering he just sold $3 million from stage in 90 minutes. To have him say that about your perfect offer, uh, take that. Yeah, that I'm des- taking it, I'm running with it, and I'm printing it on T-shirts as we speak. <laughs> that deserves another <laughs> trumpet. Dean <laughs> Holland, the creator of the Ultimate Funnel. Yes, there we go. That's it. That's You've awesome. got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really... Um, I'm not going to spoil any surprises because I'm sure we've got listeners that are coming and I, and I want to uh, keep it keep it under wraps until we get there. But ultimately, it's, it's really what we've had to adopt, adapt into, into my business over the last 12 months because one of the reasons things were not going well, I spoke about in the, in the earlier part of the show when cracks were appearing, even though the finances looked amazing, is that really we were attracting the wrong type of customers, customers that yeah, they were paying us money, but didn't fulfill my purpose and the reason that I do all of this in the first place. And so we had to go back to the drawing board and figure out what do we do to repel the wrong people, to attract the right people, and then serve them at the highest level. And so the ultimate funnel was born. Oh, yes. Excellent. Well, I don't know if I told you this yet, because I've been stalking you incessantly, (laughs) which is really my motivation for having this show with you, just so I keep tabs on you. (laughs) <laughs> I built a funnel that we used in a project uh, for something we were doing for Valentine's Day. You remember uh, Sergio and the Rose Club? Oh, I do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Our little tricycle friend. That's right. So we did, uh, we built a, we built a funnel uh, similar to the ultimate funnel um, with a few differences, but we, mm. we used it uh, to do, I think, 350K in sales in the three weeks leading up to Valentine's Day. Uh, what? Yeah, it was awesome. And um, <laughs> so just like if you guys listening, like this ultimate funnel that, that Dean has been working on, it is so incredibly slick. You're definitely going to have to be there at the event to hear him speak about it. And I suppose after the event, then you'll maybe be willing to uh, reveal more details about it on the show here. Definitely. We may, maybe we can just do like a, a you and I show just talking about this stuff one day. Well, maybe, maybe we could get our previous guest back and we can just hear him tell us how amazing he is and how privileged we are to be interviewing <laughs> yeah. him. He was building Ultimate Funnels when he was two. <laughs> <laughs> he invented sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his little wristwatch just creates them for him. <laughs> Uh, maybe we should cut out like snippets of that interview and like playing the sound bites on this show. Yes. I think people listening to this will, will be desperate to hear what on earth has amused us so much that we may have to, we should do it as like the unpublished files. Yeah, we totally should. We should just do like commentary across the entire interview. I want you guys to know that like, we're not even over exaggerating how bad this was. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one point he talked for 10 minutes straight and it was pure drivel. It was like 13 minutes. <laughs> 13 minutes straight without us even saying a single word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, the ultimate funnel is amazing. We just used it in this one example to, uh, to totally do some cool stuff. And uh, I can't wait to hear you talk more about it when we're at Funnel Hacking Live. In the meantime, I think uh, I think we're about out of time today. Yeah, that's a that's a sad, sad occurrence though. I, uh, I'm already I'm already missing you. 
I'm not missing you. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So any uh, any parting words of wisdom from uh, from you, Mr. Dean Holland? None. <laughs> nope. Nothing. nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing. Okay. I figured. I just like it was. It seemed like the polite thing to do to ask. You know, you're British, and I try to be polite, especially when I'm dealing <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> but as you guys can tell, yeah, there's nothing going on over there. Although, besides the ultimate <laughs> funnel. <laughs> yeah yeah just planning planning one right now yeah well um well that's it you guys keep it simple um big theme for uh for dean and i this year and just focusing on uh you know making sure just don't don't get in the way in fact the guest that we're so excited about like honestly was a guy named uh dan Locke, and dan's episode either has aired or will Ooh. be airing and one of the things that he said yes. was very much along these lines. And we're talking about a guy who, uh, you know, almost was running like an eight figure business by the time he was 30 or something like that. And he said, just do the damn push up. Like when you know oh, yes. you need to execute on something, like just do it. And so we're saying here, you know, a slight variant of that. Keep it simple. Go back, simplify everything. The more, the more simple you can make, the easier it's going to be to execute and get the results that you're really looking for. So that's the uh, that's the big Definitely. tip we've got for you guys today. And uh, Dean, if you've got anything else, I think we'll call it a wrap. Well, just a, just a final thought, actually, and this isn't so much for the benefit of the listeners, but more so just as if no one was listening in on this. I, I think, don't you think um, we should bully russell to come on this show and discuss this epic achievement of of all mankind yeah 100 percent. i've already asked him he's definitely coming on the show i think he'll probably be on right after uh, funnel hacking live oh yes yeah yeah that i like and tomorrow so smash subscribe button everybody yeah follow along yeah <laughs> click on subscribe we got uh, we got some other epic guests uh coming up also Awesome. Awesome. Lots of good stuff coming up then. Definitely. I like it. Yeah. I like. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there before Dean and I uh, really go in a strange direction with our voices and everything else. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. This is another episode of Just Tips. We'll catch you later. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.